Hi, you're listening to the sermon podcast of Impact Church in Fredericksburg, Virginia. I'm Pastor Brandon, the church planter and lead pastor. We are a new church in the D.C. area that is centered on the gospel and sent to our neighborhoods, Northern Virginia, and the nations. Please visit our website at www.impactfxbg.church. There, you'll find our current meeting times and locations. Our prayer is that you are encouraged by the message you hear today and fall more in love with Jesus and others. Thanks for listening. The first one is he says, praise God with a trumpet. And so trumpet's not like trumpet for us, right? Uh, it would be a ram's horn, okay? That's the trumpet. So, so a lot of times we're like, yeah, we need an orchestra at church. Yeah, go get, bring your shofars and we'll all get together and we'll have a good old Old Testament worship time, all right? So, uh, so that's good, right? Um, and then there's a lute. I don't, anybody know what a lute is? Well, you do now. Um, it's a, okay, this is the best way to describe a lute. It's a small harp, all right? It's a small harp. Uh, but then he says, uh, praise him with the trumpet, the lute, and the harp. So praise him with a small harp and a big harp. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Where like the psalmist isn't saying like these are the perfect worship band instruments, you know? No, he's, he's literally just saying, I don't know. You got a big harp, you got a small harp, you got a ram's horn, you know? Like, I know you made sacrifices today. Like, go get the horn. Like, like we got stuff to praise God with, all right? Like, this isn't stuff you got to go to Guitar Center. You got to go order. You got to get super creative. He's like, what have I given you? Use that to praise me. Uh, the tambourine. Anybody know the tambourine? I thought this is this what uh, tambourines look like. No, okay, don't have a tambourine. That's too bad. That's way too bad. Uh, do you have um, Do you have the pipe? That's it. Those are three. Okay, well that's really sad. All right, because the tambourine it doesn't really matter. The, the tambourine was basically the tambourine. All right, it was just uh, made out of like skin and stuff. I want you guys to see it because anyway. But my point still stands. Use whatever you have all right, to praise the Lord. Um, He says stringed instruments. That would be like a guitar, right? Like a cello. Then he says the pipe. And uh, I feel like I need to say in a modern church, especially a church plant setting, we're not talking about tobacco pipes, all right? Like this is not like an open invitation for you to bring your pipes to worship uh, with you, although I'm not, I'm not going to make an official statement on that just yet. But like, (laughs) but this is literally like a flute, all right, a piped instrument is a flute. Think, uh, but don't think flute or uh, doesn't matter. Think recorder. All right, think recorder. Um, so I mean, this is amazing. Like uh, one Sunday, we should bring the kids in and just have them all play the recorder for uh, like in Christ alone or something. That'd be so good. Um, and then I love like he ends and he says, and bring the cymbals and oh yeah, bring the loud cymbals too. Like don't just play around with the small cymbals. Like I want you to bring the, so it's like literally like, hey, bring what we would consider a regular cymbal and then also bring a gong to church. All right. That's like what it was. There it is. There's a tambourine. There, I know it wasn't worth it, but anyway. And then there's the, there's the recorder. There's the pipe. Thank you guys. Everybody give it up for our AV team. Good job guys. All right. But now listen. Then he's going to answer uh, this question. He's going to answer the question, so we know where, we know why, we know what, but who should praise the Lord? Who? And the answer might surprise you, because the answer is not just those who show up to church. The answer is everybody. Everything that has breath, in verse 6, should praise the Lord. Who should praise God? Not just church people, 
not just spiritually mature people, not just extroverts, not just introverts, not just people who feel like it and people who don't feel like it. Everybody should praise the Lord. So the idea of, guys, we want to build a culture in our church of celebration. Like we as a church want to be a church that, that celebrates. Because here's what I believe with all of my heart. I, and I believe this, like to the core of my being, that a church that fails to celebrate will soon have nothing to celebrate. Like I believe that. And so I believe that sometimes it's a discipline. It does not always come easy. When you're going through the thick of it, man, sometimes the last thing you want to do is, is be in a good mood or celebrate or have someone else try to get you in a good mood. So I get that. That's why we have to dig deep because who should celebrate? Everything that has breath. All of us, regardless of your, well, I just, I keep it really internal, you know. I, it's, well, you're just like the song, you know, I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart, okay? Dig it up, all right? Like, get it out and, and be a church that, like, loves to celebrate um, because this is, like, what, this is what we're commanded to by the Lord. Um, regardless of anything, guys, we all have something to celebrate. Um, and sometimes that celebration may look, um, may feel half-hearted. Sometimes that celebration, what you muster up, may feel like nothing, let me tell you something. We don't want to be a church that celebrates to put on an outward show. We want to be a church that celebrates because Jesus has given us something to celebrate. And if all you can muster up is a mustard seed of celebration, bring it with you. Bring it with you. Because the Lord is pleased with that. And we are pleased with that. And I just want you to know that sometimes we celebrate when you can't celebrate. Wes says that all the time, right? And I, just, I want you to hear. Um, worship team, you guys can go ahead and come up, but I, I want to just share with you sort of our video. I mean, this comes in so many ways, right? This is why, this is why we sometimes we'll turn the music up a little loud because we've just got a, we've had a week where we need to celebrate, right? Uh, sometimes I get a little extra passionate because there's just a week that we got to celebrate, right? Uh, this is why we say like, hey, before you sit down, give the Lord some praise and clap. And the reason we do that is because we, we, have, we just sang about something to celebrate. You know what I want to see in our church? It's something I want to see. I want to see us celebrate every time the resurrection of Jesus is mentioned. Like, that is the most amazing event in human history. Like, and I, I just, I sit back and I go, man, like, that to me sometimes is a sign of like a dead church. When we're talking that Jesus is alive and everybody just sits there. And I'm thinking, well, Jesus is alive, but aren't you too? Right? Like, you can't have a dead church if you have a risen Savior. And guys, I just want to encourage us, like, there are some things we can do as a church to, to show that expression, to show that, that celebration, that mustard seed that we've mustered up. Man, we can show that. We can do that. So we want a culture of celebration and impact. Man, I would love it. Every time we sing about the resurrection, anytime someone says about the resurrection, that we just can't help but shout hallelujah or say amen or put our hands together and realize like, man, that sets this gathering apart from any other gathering that you've had this week is him rising from the dead. You know, but I, I want a culture of praise, not just in our church. I want to see a culture of praise in Fredericksburg. Man, I, could you imagine? This doesn't say everybody that has breath in the church, praise the Lord. 
It says everything that has breath, praise the Lord. People in Fredericksburg got breath? Oh, yeah. They should praise the Lord. You know why? Do you know why I want people in Fredericksburg to praise the Lord? It's not because I want them to come to this church. We can, we can only fit a few more people. It's not because I want them all to come to this church. It's because, man, we have a Jesus who deserves it. Like they are made in his image. No matter their, their sexuality, no matter their disobedience, no matter their religious affiliation, no matter their hurt, they are image bearers of God. And man, I want to see people in Fredericksburg praising him for that because he deserves it. Man, I want to see a culture of praise in my own life. Do you? If you want to see a culture of praise in our city and in our church, then maybe that culture of praise and celebration is going to start in you. And I think this comes through seeing life change and seeking life change. See, sometimes I'll meet with people and say, man, I'm just so pumped at how God is changing your life. And they look at me like, oh, my life, almost like it's a bad thing, right? Hey, let me tell you something. If God changed your life when you were saved and it's been 30 years and he hasn't changed it since, wake yourself up and check your pulse. All right, Jesus is constantly changing our life. Life change is not a bad thing. It's a really, really good thing. And so look at life change in your life and celebrate it today. Even if that life change has been hard, celebrate it. Because that means he really is alive and he really is working. Man, celebrate that life change. Celebrate wanting life change. Because even the desire to want him to change you comes from the Holy Spirit who is alive inside of you. Celebrate it. And let's be a church that celebrates that can help our city learn how to celebrate, that ultimately comes from an internal discipline of celebration that will lead to external life change in our neighborhoods, in Northern Virginia, and ultimately among every nation. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for the time that we have to, to worship you, to praise you, God. And so, Lord, right here, we just proclaim... Lord, as the angels are proclaiming even now, we join them to say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Maybe just where you're at with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, just between you and God, could you lift up a hallelujah to him today? Could you just maybe whisper it or mouth it to him? Hallelujah. Just between you and God, hallelujah. I praise you, my personal God who has saved me. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we love you and we praise you because you're the only one worthy and deserving of praise in this place, God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Would you guys all stand with me? We're gonna enter now into what we call our response time. And this is a time where we as a church believe anytime the gospel has been proclaimed, it demands a response from us. And, uh, and so we're going to do three things to help with that response. The first is we're going to sing and pray. So our team is going to lead us in a song. And I want to encourage you to sing along. I want to encourage you to lift a hallelujah up to the Lord. I want to encourage you, uh, if you need to just sit and be with God and pray, if you need to get back on your knees, because God was like, hey, we weren't done. You know, Brandon interrupted you. Like, just do that, okay? Whatever you need to do. We're also going to take communion together. Um, it's little cups, and you, you can go grab it yourself. 
And, uh, or you can do it with, if you have family here, if you have a community group you want to do it with, or you can just do it by yourself. That's what I'm going to do. You can just grab a cup, and uh, the cracker represents the body of Jesus broken for us, and the juice represents the blood of Jesus poured out to forgive us of our sins. And uh, all I ask, if you're here today and you're not ready to follow Jesus, man, we're so glad you're here. Keep coming. I just ask you, sit communion out, because for you, it'd just be like a stale cracker and juice. Like, uh, it's really all it is. And but for those who follow Jesus, it, it's something very meaningful. And so I just encourage you to do that. And then we give our tithes and our offerings. There's a way to do that in an envelope. You can drop it in the box. You can also drop your response cards off in the box. And uh, you can do it online as well. So I'm going to pray one more time. And as soon as I say amen, you are free to worship, take communion, and give. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we offer up to you our hallelujahs today. For there is no other name under heaven by which we are saved than the name of Jesus. And so, Jesus, we pray that you would put in us a discipline of celebration. Lord, I pray for those here today who may not have a relationship with you yet. Lord, I just pray that today maybe they would hear that they want this and realize this can only come through knowing the Lord. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would have your way among our hearts here today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hi, Pastor Brandon here. Thanks again for listening to our Impact Church Sermon Podcast. If God has spoken to you today or you have a prayer request you'd like to share, please email us at hello at impactfxbg.church. If you're local to the Fredericksburg area, we would love to see you for worship in person. But if not, please let us know if we can help you find a gospel-centered church right where you're at. Feel free to connect with us on Facebook or Instagram and on our website, www.impactfxbg.church. Until next time, keep living the dream.